Hey there, Friday Night Movie family. This is a very special South by Southwest edition of the podcast. We will be in Austin on the ground at the Wonder House, which is being put on by the amazing folks at the University of Arizona. It's taking place at Cafe Blue, downtown Austin, March 11th through 14th. We'll be there every day from about noon to five, recording the show with amazing filmmakers and actors and creators. But as usual, we also invite audience members to come up and be on the show and we'll definitely have some amazing swag to give away so make sure to follow us at friday night movie on all of the socials and come and see us at the wonder house in austin And welcome to a very exciting episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, recording at the Wonder House, uh, University of Arizona's amazing multimedia activation at South by Southwest. We have with us what has now we have loved all these other films. So we are about to say we're going to drop news here. This is like a this is a big deal. But this is not a knock on great praise any, to every other yeah, film we've seen. This is not to, to every other f- film, but we have seen a lot of a lot of movies at this point, and only the good survive. Directed by a Dutch Southern, starring Sidney Flanagan, is so far our podcast's pick of the festival. This, I mean, wow. while we were watching it, we didn't we didn't watch it together. We are like live texting each other. Our little podcast chat is blowing up with like, I can't believe this. This is the most amazing thing. It's this, meet that, and just I. So I'm and, thrilled to be sitting down. And, and, and it and it and it gets you right away. So this is, uh, I'll I'll give my summary. You tell me if I did it right. Okay. Okay. This is a movie about, well, it's a movie about some young people uh, 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 planning and, and, and dealing with the aftermath of a heist, but it takes place in kind of, it it really, I don't know. it, but that, that's, I feel like that's, that's just the logline, yeah. but it and doesn't do it justice. It's, like, yeah, it's got it's music, about it's got love, it's got... It's about love and family and relationships and... and uh, it's surprising, it's got great twists. Yes. Are these all good? These, these all are accurate? all great. Okay. Like How would you describe it? Uh, that, I think you... I would add gaslighting, like you don't know Ga- what's real, what's, what's real, what's yes. not. Yes. Yeah. There's a surreal... Surreality? Is that a real word? Surreality? Surreal. 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 There's a surreal, surreal. element to this film. I like surreality. I'm just going to coin that. Good, do it. Surreal, surreality. surreality, surreality with that it, yeah. But yes. Sid- uh, okay, we got S- it right. Sydney, how about you? How do you describe oh it? God. You inhabit the main character, the the person telling the story I'm and bringing us through this unclear what's real and what's is, not journey. You know, the greatest mystery of this film is your character, you know, watching, watching the cake she is making. <laughs> Right, right. Um, yeah, I've never known how to describe this to anyone. Like, my friends would ask me, like, oh, what's it about? And I'd go, it's, um, I don't know. <laughs> I literally, like, I don't know how to summarize all of it or, like, how to explain it to anyone without giving things away. It, right. You know, so it's just, like, so, yeah. I, I, then without giving things away, here's, I'm just going to dive into it. I just want you to, I'm okay with spoilers. Oh, you're okay with yeah, spoilers. Okay with well, spoilers. we spoil yeah. stuff on our, on our podcast a lot, but I'm, like, I loved being surprised by this. Okay, okay. I don't like, feel like, here's, I don't think spoilers ever spoil a movie. If a movie is great, that's it's going to be great no matter what. And... Spoiler alert, it's, it's great, okay. it's great, we loved it. So, 
A lot of movies take a little bit of time to get going. But in this opening scene where Sydney, you're opposite DeFaro, who is one of our favorite actors oh, from yeah. uh, Reservation Dogs. I was like, oh, there's in this, there's in this. Uh, there's a moment that mixes music and light and animation and movement between you and DeFaro that it, like, it was like a magnet to yes. this movie because I'm like, wait a minute, I thought this was a heist movie. Yeah. Now I'm like tracking these star-crossed lovers. This is incredible. Um, what, what made the decision to kind of bring us into the story there? Um, well, I guess it's not there. I mean, you're... you're, you're well, it's sort of the... It, I mean, that to me was like yeah. the pow kind of opening. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, that there's like so many elements in that. I, I kind of got my start doing uh, bootleg t-shirts. So graphics and things like that and like bringing elements in. So like that one sequence you're talking about has so many, like Dax Norman did the hearts. Uh-huh. Petite League, who's one of my favorite artists, I discovered them in 2017. They had an album called Rips One Into the Night. I like wore out that first side. I think it's one of the first, one of the greatest first sides of any album ever. He wrote the song that's in there. It's called Only the Good Survive, where they dance. There's a yeah. choreographer. Oh, it's named. such a beautiful song. And the choreographer. Yeah, that's by Peter Chu, uh, who's an amazing choreographer. Went to Juilliard, and um, yeah, like so that you got Dax Norman animation. You got Petite League doing the music. You got Peter Chu doing the choreography. You got Sydney looking amazing and performing amazing and you got DeFaro who always looks amazing you have that, and then you have you know Lucy our DP and uh, Day are uh, doing the steady camp. so just that one moment is like and that's what I feel like this movie is this collage of just a bunch of disparate elements that somehow like when you brought the line about the cake and I'm the one who baked it this is just a cake with like so many speaking elements. of bootleg t-shirts yeah are we gonna get I'm the one who baked it, like cake. No, but we did have the the, the shirt that DeFerro wears, the Outsiders, like yeah. Mickey Mouse uh-huh. Wolf, that Jemetsko design. We did, we do have bootlegs. That, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so Sydney, being in that scene, that scene that was my like explosion yeah. of like, guys, you got to watch this movie. What was it like getting ready for it, being in the moment, I mean, mm-hmm. learning the choreography? Yeah. So, um, actually, DeFerro and I were both kind of reluctant. We were like, I didn't even realize that was like going to be part of it until like we came to Texas and that was like brought up this dance scene. I mean. And Farrow were like dancing. We don't dance. <laughs> what? No. Um, but yeah, like I remember, like DeFerro and I like practiced it together. Like I, I think like during lunch before we did the scene, and we were like, okay, we got this. We could do this. We'll be fine. Um, and I think we did. We did fine. Yeah, but no, you did great. Nervous. But that's that was this movie. This is a low budget movie, so everything was like, it was way too much. We had company moves every day, choreography, all sorts of crazy stuff. I, here's the thing. High, high production value. I know you say it's a low-budget film, yeah. but low-budget does not dictate production value. Right. And the production value is so fantastic on it because every choice feels deliberate. Yes. And everything you are showing me on screen is telling the story. And I want to ask you about that. Like, I'm going to just... I'm going to pick a couple of things that really stood out to me, and I want to hear a bit more. So the colors. They're all wearing blue. Are... are why, Tell me about blue. Tell me about the colors. I, I want to know Wait, more Wait, and about speaking it. of the colors, can I just, while we're talking about colors, the purple in the house and the green in the yeah, house. Like, it's amazing choices. Yeah, I mean, part of it is, again, playing with the gaslighting, what's real, what's not real. And I think, like, the, you know, anytime you get into, like, movies like Suspiria or um, mm. there's a Fast Finder film called Lola, which is, like, where they took gels to the whole, like, to a level that's almost, like, infamous because it's so grotesque. That, to me, is, like, what I love because... You, it's beautiful to look at, but it also, in a way, it, you don't know what's real and what's not real. 
the idea of like characters wearing uniforms, I'm always a fan of that, especially when you're dealing with like duality. So with these characters, you don't know what's real, what's not, but they, it's like when you look at cartoon characters, like Mickey Mouse always wears the same thing. Tex Avery stuff always wears the same stuff. So when you say the color coordinating, again, it's like, is this real, is this not? It's also making them all one and the same, but also making Sydney or Bree different from the boys. And they're all blue, so when she's wearing blue, she's one of the boys. And at the very end, you know, they're all wearing pink because mm-hmm. they're following Bree's lead. Mm-hmm. Yes. So speaking of Bree's lead, you are the thread through this whole film. And I, I feel like, talk about gaslighting, like, not in the bad way, but in a way where, like, I was just, I never knew what you knew and what you didn't know what you were vulnerable and naive about, what you were completely aware about as, as you were going on. We're riding that line perfectly. And, at, like, and so did you know where everything was going as, the, at, like, as you're playing the part? Or, or like, how, do you, how do you fake us out like that? That was awesome. <laughs> um, acting shy. I don't know. I know honestly, it's acting. Yeah, but, yeah, but how do you do it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly just kind of like if... I'm like, I don't really think about all the layers. Like, I'm playing someone who's putting on a performance, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just kind of think, like, okay, well, she's trying to be naive in this moment, so I guess I just will. Like, I don't uh, even, I don't know. I don't really think about it like that. Like, that's oh, cool. I'm playing someone who's playing someone. and Because <laughs> if I think about it like that, it's just confusing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I mean, but I think that's part of how, that's part of how uh, it works so well. So, that's great. Okay, so the cast, we talked about DeFaro, but the whole cast is has oh. amazing chemistry. Um how did it all come together? What was it like working together? Um, I'll go first. She, uh, Cindy's been sucked. No, no, I hated every moment. <laughs> they got along really great. <laughs> casting was, if there's anything I'm proud about, it is the casting. I, spent, I was able to spend the most time on that, and I was very precious and deliberate with the casting. Um, I had someone named Rachel Magiani, who's in New York with Gersh, who helped me. She kind of took the script. We didn't have a casting director. So I ended up meeting with a bunch of young talent, a lot of great. I mean, like, if I told you, like, the there's, like, so many different versions. There's a Disney version of this. <laughs> what? And we didn't. And I went with the lo-fi punk DIY. And uh. very great. I mean, I, I, it, it, I am very proud of the cast. But Cindy, like, like the first time I think you guys met up at Denny's, is that right? Like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we met at a Denny's. A Denny's? The, is that the one that sells the moon over Miami? Is yeah. that the? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like across the street from our hotel, and like when it was like our first night all there, and I was like, well, I feel like I want to like meet all the guys before we, you know, start working. So I was like, yeah, y'all want to go to that Denny's across the street? So yeah, we got some, we got some grub, hung out. And they're still like besties. That's, oh yeah, I that, love them guys. I, I feel like we're seeing a crew. Well. Okay, so DeFaro we're familiar with because of, but I feel like like this crew like in a, you know, in a couple years, we're we're you know we're gonna be like what they were all in a movie together yeah, yeah. and it was low budget how oh, did anyone afford to get them yeah that, I'm going I'm definitely going for the outsiders the rivers yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah you look yeah. Back, you look later on and you're like oh wow yeah no yeah. Th- these are all they're all stars like, yeah superstars yeah the, um, uh, so we got the feeling. As Gen Xers ish. Well, Becky's more millennial. I'm, yeah, no, I'm. I'm, like I'm, a, on the, I'm the high. If you have an older sibling I'm that's the Gen old, X, yeah. then you, I'm you like kinda... the. I'm an old millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Look how old she looks. You have to get close, but the crow's feet are very. Uh, um, we felt like that we were watching a movie that was made by people who watched the movies we loved growing up. Yes. Everything from Edgar Wright stuff, uh, Tarantino, yeah. um, Scott Pilgrim was another one that yeah. we, th- we right. saw in there. What was your mood board for this? That's, okay, so there's a bunch. Like, I would just say, like, even, like, well, 
talking about Generation X or whatever, uh, Train Spotting was huge with pacing. Oh, yeah. yeah. This has totally that. got that vibe. Yeah, because, it, and that's pacing, not editing. Editing, like, I, I start to get, like, to film, too film geeky, so it's like, editing is more like Nicholas Rogue, like, since memory editing, so that's okay. like, Don't Look Now and Man Who Fell to Earth, but, like, pacing is definitely Train Spotting, and me and Ali, the, one of our editors worked on this, we actually got to watch it on 35, and I oh, interviews wow. with her. And, um, because Train Spotting is one of those that it's more about the storytelling than the story, and there's very few movies like that. This is one of those as well like you know if you're looking for the perfect alchemy for a movie it should be story it should be more about the story than the storytelling this is one of those where it's more about the storytelling than the story guy Ritchie's big on that too like mm -hmm. match and those oh um, yeah. yeah yeah of course so though th yes th there's a definitely like people who remember kurt cobain dying like that, there's, 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 <laughs> that's a, so yeah. right on there's, there's something yeah that, that, that and that's in the music too yes all right sydney you're not as old as the per, other three people in this conversation. A younger than I What's your mood board for being in a film like this? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you're, just, you're just going up I'd and being to, like, authentic. I have to really sit and think about that okay. and like put it together. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's she's punk. She's DIY. She's completely authentic. Okay. Yeah, so like, and she's in a band, Star Juice. That's like a great, oh. and they oh, have right. a song at the very end of the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. All right, tell us more about Star Juice while we're talking. Um, we're, we're music, we kind of, our podcast is film and television, but like we moonlight into the music world all the time. <laughs> we actually, this may, this may mean nothing to you, but one of our South By interviews is with Norwood Fisher, the bass player from Fishbone, oh, who's wow. one of oh, my yeah. like That's how we childhood heroes. Hold a second. I saw, this is ridiculous, I, this was when I was a kid, I saw Blink-182, Cheshire Cat had just come out, open for Fishbone. No. What? What? Club what? Vila in Panama City, and I wasn't, old, I wasn't old enough to get in, but or buy any booze, but yeah, so I've seen Blink-182, Cheshire Cat. Open that's for Fishbone. That's an insane, that's yeah. an insane That's show. amazing. That's, so, we wow. want to hear all about the music. Um, there are a bunch of stinky boys to make music with. No, <laughs> but, um, no but I love them. Uh, we've been a band for maybe like a little over two years now. Um, yeah, I don't know. We we have stuff online. We tour a little bit. Um, you're touring in May, and you have yep. that EP that you're going to be. We're touring this May and dropping a new EP. Oh, that's well, cool. That's great. that's great. Where are you cool. touring? Like West Coast, East Coast, um, all over? East Coast, yeah. Oh, oh nice. okay. Are you coming Coast? to the DC area? Uh, well, maybe be near it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because we'll they're starting in New York and ending in Pittsburgh. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Kinda like. Kind of zigzagging all, right. all over. That, that's really that's amazing. That's wow. Oh, I love rock and roll. All right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was to say, but the last song in there, uh, "Final Warning," right? Yeah. That's a Star Juice, yeah. and it's great. That's great. Yeah. I I love so every so we love this movie. Now that I know more about it, I love it even more because it is the punk rock DIY thing that like it has the spirit of. Um, oh, only the good survive, premiering at South by Southwest. Premiere is happening. Happened. It I'm already happened, but we are screening tonight. Okay, oh, we're screening right. tonight, Everybody which is. Everybody who hears this, go. I mean, you're not going to get in because it's going to be so huge. But get in. Go line up. Go get. May, May 12th. Um, right. Where it's May. Mar March. March 12th. Jesus. March 12th. <laughs> yes, and the 14th. And the 14th. Same okay, place. great. Oh, Lamar Draft House. Yeah. Oh, People that's such must, a great. Must must. That's awesome because then you can have some rad snacks and yeah, beers while you're watching it. Get some fried pickles. Uh, yeah. Guinness milkshake. But. People, um, I mean, we have not stopped talking about your I appreciate film, this that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone I, we talk to, every, um, this is the one we're saying, you cannot miss this. Thank you so much. Um, so 
With all that being said, uh, we always we're recommending your film to everyone we know. What do you recommend? Whether it's a film here, a band, Stargers, for example, uh, just anything that inspires you or something new that you think people should be checking out. All right, so I'll just do the the greatest film ever made. It's Seven Beauties by Lena Wertmuller. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. She was the very first woman to ever be nominated for uh, Best Director Academy Awards. I've seen the movie a gazillion times. It's fresh in my head because I just watched it in LA again before I came down. Okay. And uh, gotta do that. If you're gonna try to find and discover uh, a new band, uh, you can't do better than Star Juice. Oh. Uh, all right, Sydney. What do you got for us? What are you watching? What are you into? Um, as far as watching, I'm really not the best person to ask. Um, I just spend a lot of time rewatching like Star Trek and shit. So oh, it, that's um, all. Wait, which Star Trek? Tell us which Star Trek. Like on Paramount Plus, like the them? old school. Yeah, oh, like no. most of them. Yeah. Right. That's great. See, the other person other than me who has a Paramount Plus subscription. Yeah. I have, That's I, the only reason I have it. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, well, no that's it, ha- it also has ghosts that my kids watch over and over and over again. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. that show. Yeah. Um, well, we are so grateful for you all joining the Friday Night Movie family. We wish you tremendous success. We're going to be hyping this movie. As, uh, the more, as it gets more released, we're going to make sure we're reminding people about it. Um, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Fry Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FryNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>